I joined with the songwriter, Rear F. Miller, in the beautiful song that he based the words on Luke chapter number 10 and verse number 20. Rather rejoice because your names are written in heaven. He said, I'd rather have Jesus than silver or gold. I'd rather be his than have riches untold. I'd rather have Jesus than houses or land. I'd rather be led by his nail paste hand than to be the king of a vast domain and be held in sin, dread, sway. I'd rather have Jesus than anything this world affords today. You see, having Jesus, when life is all over, Oh, the promises that he promised, you will experience. Having Jesus, the promises that he promised for us here and now we will have, and the promises that he promised us throughout eternity, we will have. Everything that I do in life, I do with a reason. And you know, the truth of the matter is, Everything that I do in life, I look for results. Hmm. If you ever see me plant anything, I am planting it, yes, to look at it grow, but I'm also planting it to see what it will produce so that you can have as a result. So let me just close this little series that I've been doing these mornings on this matter of a personal testimony. And with all that I said to you about a personal testimony, let me just stop today and share with you the results of a personal testimony. You said, Pastor Webster, you've been encouraging us to give a personal testimony. What are the benefits? What are the results of a personal testimony? Well, if you go back to John chapter 4, and let's see what verse number 39 said and see if, if there are any results there. The Bible said, and many, I want you to remember that, and many of the Samaritans of that city, which city? The very same city that the woman went and running after she left the water pots, the city that she found the men in, and many of the Samaritans of that city, he didn't even say many of the men, he said the Samaritans of that city believed on him for the sayings of the woman, which testified, he told me all that I ever did. Now I want you to stop and think of that. She didn't have no crusade. All she did is testified of what he did for her. All she did was to testify and it was not even long. It was short and noticed the results. Many came to know him for themselves. There were others who made a request of him. And that was to stay a while and so he did. 
Now after coming to him, and he did these wonderful works by saving them, they thought that hey, more folks needs to get there. So they asked him if he would stay with them a while. And he did. In verse 4, they said, So when the Samaritans were come unto him, they besought him that he should tarry with them. And he abode here two days. And look at verse number 41. And in that time, hmm, when she met him, up to the end of the two days, and many more believe because of his words. Many more believe because of his words. Many of the Samaritans of the city believed on him for the saying of the woman, which testified. And that's verse number 39 and then verse 41. And many more believe because of his words. Wow. Not an evangelist, not a preacher, not a pastor. All she did is share her personal testimony and invited him to come. You know, sometimes when you have crusades, you encourage the folks to invite other people to come. And I oftentimes look at when people come to know Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. God is the one who know all who are involved in getting that person under the sound of the gospel. And God will reward you for what you have done. If she would not have spread the word, they would not have come. And by coming, they believe after hearing from him himself. They did not care to believe her, some of them, no doubt, because of her past. But she got them to come and they believed in him. Look at verse 42. And said unto the woman, Now we believe, not because of thy saying, for we have heard him ourselves, and know that this is indeed the Christ, the Savior of the world. And I applaud the woman of Samaria for going and telling them, Come see. She had no argument with them. She did not say that she did not have a bad past. She didn't argue that with them. She just told them, come see. And when they met with him, faith coming by hearing and hearing by the word of God. May I say to you, God uses personal testimonies. In John Gospel, chapter 4 and the 35th verse, here's what the scripture says. Say not ye, there are yet four months, and then come at harvest. Behold, I say unto you, lift up your eyes and look on the fields, for they are ripe, ready to harvest. You see, when you go to the ground and you have any work to do in regards to harvesting, when I was small, I was unable to hold the hoe and to dig the potatoes. But I could pull off the vines. I was unable to hold the hoe and dig the potatoes, but I could pick them up off the ground when those who were able to hold the hoe dig them. There is always something in the work of the Lord for us all to do. Like I said, she was not 
the evangelist. She was not a man preacher, but she found what she can do for the Lord. And she did it. So I say to you today, get busy and do your part in sharing the gospel. Jesus was speaking to his disciples. And in Matthew chapter 9, verse 37 and verse number 38, he said, Then said Jesus unto his disciples, The harvest truly is plenteous, but the laborers are few. Remember what he said in John? Say not ye that there are yet four months, then come at harvest. He said, Behold, I say unto thee, lift up your eyes and look on the fields, for they are white, ready to harvest. He said, Pray ye therefore that the Lord of the harvest, that he will send forth laborers into the harvest. Listen, Jesus put the disciples to pray that the Lord will send forth laborers into the harvest. And when you go to chapter 10, this closes chapter 9. And when you go to chapter 10, after praying, you would find that Jesus took the very same disciples and he sent them out. He empowered them and he sent them out into the harvest to proclaim the word. He is also sending you and I to go into all the world and tell everybody about this Jesus, his love, his mercy, and his power to save. Our Father, thank you so much for a personal testimony. Many times when preachers preach, they use a personal testimony. And God, all of us who know you have a personal testimony, a testimony of what you have done for us. May we use this to your honor and to your glory. I pray that you will send forth laborers into your harvests. And Lord, you have developed all different means whereby we can get this gospel out. And here is one of those that you have developed. And that is, we can stay right where we are. When I'm through with this, Lord, the office would send it out to hundreds of partners just by us, just through my connection and the connection of the church. Hundreds. And God, those hundreds can get it to many more. And I thank you for this means today. Yes, open air service doesn't work like before. But God, we got something new. May we use it for your honor and glory in Jesus' name. Amen. May God bless you. Have a great day in the Lord. Oh, I'll be back next time and start a new little series with you. Thanks for listening. Thanks for partnering. Thanks for sharing the word with your friends and your loved ones. God bless you.